The Chicago Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Wake up, Chicago. The Popo Report is back Saturday night, WLS AM, the Big 89 in Chicago, just busting with power and wattage. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. What's going on, brother? Good to see you, Paul. It's good to be here. Still kicking right side of the uh, ground. It's been quite a week, right? It's been uh, interesting. Interesting. You know, yeah. the Cubs and Sox played. You know, that's always ooh, a fun time, ooh, right? Yeah, the old Cubs got beat in that first game. I got a chance to go watch that first game. Oh, good for you. Yeah. How was it? It's great. A lot of cheering for the South Side over there. Yeah. The and South I, Siders uh, showed up on a night, found their way to Wrigley. Yeah, I was on the uh, I was on the left field side right by third base. Uh, I forget which batter, but uh, uh, screaming foul ball like went right by me like two feet away almost nailed me in the face no net no net <laughs> no it was beyond no we were a little farther down from the yeah, net they're gonna go nets i think foul pole foul pole now man too many people getting hurt especially little kids exactly yeah yeah right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. a little kid gets a ball like that it's devastating a little kid uh Old male people. female yeah. uh, young people i mean hey yeah. The foul we, ball does not discriminate, Paul. Yeah, we don't care about the young people. They're texting. They deserve to get hit in the head. <laughs> they're texting, drinking okay. beer. They're texting, drinking beer. Boozing up. Yeah, having a good time. Yeah. But then that's the South. Southsiders are actually paying attention when they come to the baseball Yeah, they game, do. Right? Yeah, nothing hey, else to do hey, there. you go to Wrigley, there goes your paycheck for about a month. Okay? Right. So you you better pay attention and embrace it all. Yeah, on the South Side, that's all you can do is just watch the game. I mean, it's not yeah. like you talk to each other or anything. No. There's <laughs> nothing to talk about. No, I mean, most of them, cell phone bills are... Vastly overdue, and they've been shut off, so they don't text. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a South Sider. I could say that sort of thing, right? Yes. You know from experience. That's right. <laughs> North, North Side cell phones are running fine. Yeah. You know. Hey, text us your location if somebody's using bad language. Yeah. Okay. You know what else happened this week, Paul? Wow. Our, our president, Donald Trump, he kicked off his uh, re-election campaign <laughs> down in Florida. Oh, that's unbelievable. Yeah. I, I know full, w- A w- pack full of deplorables uh, w- you know, w- in attendance. I, I heard sitting outside for 48 hours waiting in line. Huh? I mean, how much of a deplorable do you have to be to Florida. do that? Florida. Florida. It's gotta, a, but it's Florida. You got to have not much of a life, I'm guessing, yeah. if you're sitting out in line in the Florida heat for 48 hours to watch the Trumper. So, Yeah. Lots happen. We have a lot more, a lot of stories from Florida, as usual. That's right. Non-political ones. Non-political. That's right, yes. We don't do politics, do we? <laughs> For all you non-deplorables and deplorables. That's what they do about 22 hours a day on this station. Not us. That's right. Huh? We're comic relief, hopefully, most of the time. Or a really sad story, one of the two. We talk about Chicago we politicians. We thread the needle. We thread the needle. Popo. And one of our politicians... What's our buddy's name, man? Huh? He's in court. What a shock, a Chicago politician in court our for boy, a felony. Our <laughs> former Chicago alderman, Proco, Joe Moreno, oh, Proco. back in the news. Proco. What did Proco do? Back in the news. But man. not guilty. Hey, that's a good start. Not guilty, Your Honor. I didn't do it. Well, big misunderstanding. Well, his attorney <laughs> spoke on his behalf. He wasn't actually there, right? That's probably a good thing, because whenever he speaks, he gets indicted, it seems like. 
Yeah, what was he indicted on? Uh, wait, one kind of insurance fraud. Uh, we got disorderly conduct, obstruction of justice, uh, filing a false report of a <laughs> stolen vehicle. My God, those are four big indictments. Listen, he's going to catch some time on this one. There's a big paper trail. There's witnesses. There's all Popo testifying. And erstwhile girlfriends. We, we had a long discussion with this before the show today. We had Becky look up erstwhile for us. because No, Becky didn't have to look it up. She knew what it meant like right off the bat. <laughs> probably because she is <laughs> probably because she's an erstwhile girlfriend to many. <laughs> you, now, you're all thinking that's some kind of sick, sexual, psycho erstwhile. Becky, Becky informs us it means former. It's a simple... <laughs> Very simple explanation for erstwhile, yeah, which looks like a incomplete word when you're. She's reading our dictionary it. and our thesaurus and our, you know, we. That's right, and and our umpire and referee that keeps us out of trouble with the big boss, right? Uh huh. Right, because we, mm-hmm. even the text be flying sometimes on Saturday night. Yeah, she'll. Uh... <laughs> Be- Becky got to be in there running interference. She'll look over the lineup and approve it or Be- not approve it. Becky, and... Becky's like a little left guard that's real fast and you know keeps keeps the linebackers off our ass. So that's the word for the day, people. <laughs> erstwhile. Erstwhile. That's right. If you're erstwhile, it's not a bad thing, folks. Especially if you're Joe's girlfriend, because uh, erstwhile is going to be testifying. I'm pretty sure in this case. Oh yeah, I mean she's got a uh, what wrongful um, defamation lawsuit against yeah, this guy she, too. She sued him too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what the hell? The government's going to put him in jail. I might as well sue him. Well, yeah. Well, his false story about claiming that she stole her car <sighs> damaged just, her reputation, uh, cost her numerous business clients. I, 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 I got I'd news for the erstwhile girlfriend. Her reputation was damaged when she dated an alderman. Okay. That that's damage enough. Soiled right right then and there. Pretty bad. You're at the bottom of the fish barrel, my friend. Okay, and it's a little stinky down there. But you all know right? what? Here and also, Mister Proco Joe Moreno. <laughs> I mean, what he did. It's actually a far cry from what you know. Former other all well, the, the have usual run of the mill, the usual extortion big scandals. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> extortion, exactly. stealing both hands uh, uh, for forty, fifty years. You know. Misuse of clout and right. public funds. Yeah, at least oh. you didn't do that. At least Listen, you didn't you do here's that. Here's what Joe does. Joe gives the car to the girlfriend, the Audi, the hot little Audi car, right? And then he decides the report is stolen. He calls up the insurance company. He goes, you know, I may have left my car in the garage with the door open and the keys in it, and it's sort of missing. And uh, by the way, send that check for sixty k over to the house real quick because I need the dough. Now, Joe left out the little story about erstwhile erstwhile he actually gave her the car to yeah. drive around in. oh yeah there's... and then he texts her right oh, after yeah. that oh, yeah. hey there's... what do you say to her there's plenty of evidence what do you say to her don't smoke in my car don't smoke in my car i'm gonna report it stolen <laughs> but just in case it comes back to me i don't smell your stinky cigarettes although i didn't mind sucking face with you when you're smoking them cigarettes okay but mm-hmm. but don't smoke in my audi yeah right mm-hmm. so there's that which is kind of a problem, I think. A bunch of emojis, too. Yeah, you know? Joe, Joe wants to get on the witness stand. He's going to be hearing about that text, won't he? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Joe, you call the insurance company, then you call Erswile, and Erswile, tell her not to smoke. Wait, not to smoke where? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. In the car, in the Audi, right? <laughs> this, this, this is clown school at its finest. Well, you look, look at the, well, what about this? Look at the judge assigned to this case, Judge Hooks. <laughs> did you did you see the little write up about him? Yeah, Judge Hooks. He he's got his own problems, doesn't he? <laughs> he returned to the bench after several months on reassignment following an undisclosed incident with another judge. <laughs> required to go required to do management training, anger management training. <laughs> oh my god. 
It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a clown show. It's Cook County. <laughs> it is Cook County at its finest. Aldermen, judges, Miss Bia, everybody's got baggage in, in our city, right? I mean, I, I want this judge, you know, we <laughs> we're in my huh? case. That's right. Anger man. We he's know got, not to get him mad because you might get punched. He's got more problems than <laughs> I do, so I guess he's, he's going to be watching himself either because he doesn't want to be censured or, you know, uh, overruled or whatever. Uh, maybe he don't care. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's Another, why he's got anger management he, issues. That's right, because some judge said to him, Hey, Hooks, uh, you know, you're acting inappropriately. Maybe Hooks give him a whack in the eye for that little comment. What do you think happened? I bet I bet there was some physical contact, I guess, or they had to be separated, something like that. I would even venture a little for maybe alcohol was involved. <laughs> <laughs> While on duty? Oh, no. Off duty? Probably, this is uh, like off duty. At one of the steakhouses? Uh, well, it's, a, it's a loose term, off duty, because you're not in court, right? You're just hanging around the courthouse, milling about in the hallways. <laughs> Does it count? So yeah, we're dropping your gun, you know, no hallway, thinking you know, it's a fake gun. It's going to be interesting, Paul. Hey, Paul, thanks for starting us off, my non-violent, non-aggressive, low-level partner in crime. As the Chicago Pope Report gets underway here on a Saturday night, more to come, including hey, we've got that. We're going to talk about that Phoenix case. You know, the theft from the dollar store. And, and Involving a lot of gunplay. And the mayhem that resulted afterwards. Yeah, and also, hey, be careful uh, smoking weed. It may be fake, all right? Uh, and another tourist died in uh, DR. Uh, up What's to, up with that? We're up to nine and counting. The and feds are investigating. And on funky crime and punishment time, we've got the uh, that story involving our Floridian uh, and uh, 75 pool floats we're going to get to. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a badly made fake license leads to a big arrest in California. You've been listening to the Chicago Pulp Report on WLS AM 890. Ah, Popo Nation. WLS AM 890. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. The Chicago Popo Report is back. Cooking Saturday night. Watching, watching the ladies stroll down Lakeshore Drive. And Lupe's future 911. The LSD. Right? And the 911, yeah. The 911 just cruising Lakeshore. Hopefully not getting wet. <laughs> getting wet. <laughs> it rains every day in Chicago now. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. We, don't, we generally don't talk about the weather, but it's just wet. Wet. It rains and carjackings. People get shot. Uh, you know, the use in Chicago. <laughs> carjackings. You know. Dude driving a Corvette. It's a pretty safe assumption. Might be armed. <laughs> right? You're a white male in your uh, mid forties, fifties, driving a Corvette, white Corvette at that, and you, <laughs> yes. and most certainly have to be armed. Is that what you're saying? It's probably a good idea in this city because somebody's going to want to take that Corvette, yeah, one way or the other, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and somebody wanted to take, or, or maybe the change in the console. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. But according according to the, now I, I gotta like this story. We got a Cook County Sheriff's guy. He's on duty, right? Yeah, uh huh. But he's at lunch in his white Corvette. How long you guys get for how long? How long to get for lunch over there? About three hours? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I gotta get down to the parking lot. Thirty right? minutes, man. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. I gotta get to the parking lot. That's ten minutes. I gotta get in the car. I gotta drive out of the parking lot. That's another five ten minutes, right? Now I got ten minutes left for lunch. Oh, and by the way, I'm gonna go over in Cicero. He was taking an extended lunch. He's using the two fifteen uh, minute breaks. You know, piling them together. So and then. <laughs> Was it, was he at a car wash too? It was a car wash across the street. Oh, oh, across the street was car. He wasn't actually at the car wash. No. Initially, when this came in, it was he was getting his car wash. But now we we find he's at lunch. Some sixteen year old kid tries to steal a car. He shoots him. 
he tells the Chicago Popo, hey, I thought he had a gun. Guess what? Didn't have a gun. No, one gun recovered. It was the deputy's gun. <laughs> right? Hey, but a uh, carjacking is still uh, classified as a violent crime. I guess I have a problem with 16 years <clears throat> going to take your car from you and you got a gun on your hip. Okay? This is kind of an issue for me. Maybe. And I think the Chicago Popo were not entirely supportive of this story. I mean, you just got to take down a statement and, you know. Yeah, that's what they and, did. They took down the statement and they sent him on his way. Give, yeah. give us your gun you shot the kid with, okay? Let the cards fall where they may. <laughs> well, we know what's going to They're going to fall flat on the ground. Deputy's going to walk. It's going to be a justifiable shooting. Get, well, I wonder what Sheriff Dart has to say about all this. I got questions. Did the guy work at the jail at 26 and Cal or was he a patrolman? And do you get to jump your POV and take off for lunch? Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, you're on duty. and There's a lot know, of stuff going on here, okay? Yeah, a lot of yeah. moving parts. A lot of unanswered questions, and uh, yeah, you, you're you on duty. <laughs> and I like the, my favorite part of the story. After the shooting, the deputy had trouble breathing and was taken to Rush University, where he was in good condition. He was released by 11 a.m., okay? Paul, well, it's a traumatic experience. I mean, <laughs> I shooting someone so. who's carjacking you? Right. I mean, shooting at someone who's carjacking you? Yeah. I mean, it's property. You know, insurance will take care of it. I mean, unless yes. they actually and this guy's pull been a around, gun on you. This guy's been around a long time. Yeah. He's been a cop since 91, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. probably at the end of his career, doesn't expect to shoot his gun, and he finally does, and yeah. It's, it's a little speculation going on here. I'm, I'm guessing he was more worried about the wife wondering, what were you doing on duty out in the Corvette, honey? <laughs> that you got yourself in all this trouble and all these... Internal affair guys are buzzing around the house now asking me questions. Wanting to see our computer and phones. What's going on? You're saying something a little more nefarious is going on, huh? <laughs> I got to tell you. All right, I, uh, I'm glad I'm not him. How's that? Yeah. He didn't get charged. He's not in trouble, right? So he's opened himself up to a lot of speculation, and uh, his wife's going to be on his butt. Well, the deputy got himself handcuffed at the scene, though, didn't he? Yeah, if you were in uniform and on duty, why are you going to get handcuffed? So he wasn't in uniform. He kept telling him, I'm a cop, I'm a cop. Well, this story's unraveling as uh, uh, yeah, as the Popo reports, uh, you know, bring it down. Doesn't look good. And the deputy looked faint, according to witnesses. <laughs> that, that is kind of a really, you know, that that's kind of comments that don't help you on the job. Oh, honey, we're a little faint after you shot the bad carjacker. I, can you hear that? That's going to go on for months. So he's got a lot of explaining to he do. He better huh? be on medical leave for a while. Moving right along. Back to our Walgreens story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the hell is going on I'm here? I'm going to tell you, don't shoplift at Walgreens, folks. That That's the lesson here. Uh, a T-shirt and leggings will get you shot in the head, apparently. That's a little, a little harsh, a little death penalty action going on at the scene of the crime. Yeah. Mother, so. mother of five. But she's shoplifting. A Walgreens employee calls a former security guard who lives in the neighborhood. Is that proper Walgreens protocol? <laughs> I guess it, it, they're going to claim it in the lawsuit that's yet to come. All right. I mean, she get, the manager's yeah. tussling with the shoplifter. She manages to get off a phone call. The former security guard comes over, subdues her, throws her on the ground, and then shoots her in the head. Uh, oh, folks, on video. And what else does he do, Lube? I love this next Man, move. He, he just picks up one gun case. <laughs> he doesn't want to leave any evidence behind, so he just well, picks no, up one. I'm, I'm saying he was just cleaning up yeah. his mess, so to speak, okay? Yeah. He picked up his casing, stuck it in his pocket, and calmly drove away.
Because he's like, this one's going to have my fingerprints. So let me take this one. <laughs> yeah. Never <and> mind. <laughs> right? Hey, you think maybe he thought, I might have overreacted on this one. Shooting her in the head for shoplifting. After I had her on the ground. And I, here's what bad the, to the, worse. La- the latest is police. Popo know who he is. And there's going to be no bond for this gentleman, I'm guessing, right? He's going he's gonna to go on down, and they're going to charge him with murder, and it's going to get very ugly. He's got a history working oh. for Monterey Security, which also, you know, it's connected to a, our, our boy Daniel Solis. I mean, it's just... He's also got a history of many arrests. Yeah. No bond for this guy. Not going to get a bond. Moving right along, should we get into the, uh, the story out of New York, Batavia? That's what some, we tried to do. Good Samaritan rushes to save uh, Batavia Popo after a traffic stop. I like these. I, you know what? Yeah. I like these stories. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a citizen and you see the Popo getting uh, jacked up on the side of the road by a bad guy, about to get sh- shot in the head. Guns about to come into play. You need to do something. That's right. Hopefully, you don't miss. And hit the popo because then you got a big problem. That's right, Paul. We're going to get into that story, and, and uh, you know we're going to talk about that smoking fake weed laced with rat poison. After that, too. All right, you've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAM eight ninety. Popo Nation, we're back. I know it seemed like forever, but it's only a short few minutes. Paul Cialino, Lupe Aguirre, the Chicago Popo Report. On WLS AM 890. And folks, when you can't listen live on Saturday night, you can put this thing on a little podcast deal, all right? Just go to WLSAM.com, pull up the Chicago Popo Report and listen to it at your leisure. Commercial traffic, weather free. That's the way to go, man, right? Hell yeah. You can burn through this thing quick. Absolutely. Stop, go, get out of the car, hit pause. You're good to go. That's the way to listen. Although our sponsors, many as they are, they want you to listen live on Saturday night, right? You know, they want the mood thing going. Yeah. Right? That's when it's really fun. You know, my house. <laughs> we never listen to it on Saturday night. <laughs> I come <laughs> home, the radio station, you know, radio hasn't been turned on in a week. <laughs> Maybe they're online. Isn't yeah. it the same thing? Yeah, they're online. You, you can listen doing, live online. Doing, doing Facebook and Pinterest and mm-hmm. Amazon and doing everything but listening online, okay? You can open up multiple windows. You know, yeah. you're, you're hearing, you're listening to the radio show, and then you're, you know, you've got other windows open, too, doing your Amazon, doing your, you know. That's beyond the divorce other lawyer's expertise, my friend, okay? She's one window at a time for her. <laughs> I got five windows open. Right now. Yeah, windows. We got everything but studio windows open. It looks great in here, man. They won't let us have windows that open, will they? We're in a soundproof big glass box. You might jump out. Looks pretty high tech in here. Becky's looking at us like, come on, move on, mopes. Let's go. Let's do the show, all right? I, I got to I gotta go home and be nice tonight. Not that I'm going to cook dinner or anything, but I'm going to be nice. It's Saturday night, kind of date night. Where are, we, where are we at next? Oh, we're back. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Batavia Popo, Daryl Dur- Streeter. He was uh, he performing a traffic stop and uh, turned south. And, uh, you know, we got a good Samaritan who came in for the rescue. Ralph Bush, a military veteran. The veterans will jump in. Yeah. You know? right? they, don't, they don't mind a little combat once they get home. Gets <laughs> the juices flowing, right? A flashback, you know. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me take this dude out. I know what that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Let me get in there. And he got in there. So our hero jumps. The, the Popo subdued the guy. He's got him on his stomach. He's on top of him. 
Yeah, they're wrestling around, uh, around on the on, on the floor. And the dude pulls a gun out of his waistband. It was the passenger. I mean, he the passenger was acting squirrely, and he he took him down, and he this guy took out a gun and had it to his head. I gotta tell you, guess what? It was a BB gun. Is this a genius or what? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, I just seen the BB gun. I'd have shot the guy. Well, I mean, and, when and, you're wrestling on the floor, I mean, you don't, you really right. have, I mean, you just, you, you know, see something's gone. pointing at you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Doesn't look good. Yeah. Long and hard. Right. We could say so many things, but you, in that situation, we're relatively certain it's a gun of some sort. Yeah. And our vet jumped in and they subdued the guy and genius had a BB gun. Well, and he's going to eat. I'm guessing a little jail time for that one, huh? I mean, this guy, this vet, yeah, he was just leaving work. You know, his shift was over and, uh, you know, he's heading home to chill out. And then uh, he becomes a hero. But the Popo says, hey, we're going to be friends for the rest of our lives now. He was grateful, man, that oh, yeah. the guy jumped in, right? I mean, a BB, to your, I mean a, a BB gun to your head could do a lot of damage. Nobody knows it's a BB gun, though, at the but, time. But, I mean, let's say let's say right. pulls a trigger. What's a BB gun? I mean, it's, uh, it's going to... an AI. It could blind you easily. Yeah. Right? You know, they say it's a generic term. It, dep- it could be a pellet gun, which is pretty powerful, which it, kills small animals. At such close range, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. It could do a lot of damage. But most of all, it could get you killed real quick for being an idiot. I mean, that that's that's this guy. Not very bright. The cop was six months away from, you know, go, uh, retiring. Well, and, he's going to be able to retire now. And now he's going, he's going to, he wants to go fishing with uh, the hero, you know, for the rest of his hey, life. Yeah, I got one question. Did, did he go to the hospital with chest pains? I'm guessing not. No. No. Maybe you want to play at Cook County when he leaves. I think they're going to have an opening pretty soon. No chest pains for our guy in Batavia, New York. Make sure you drive a white Corvette. Hey, on the more mundane stuff, huh? We're out in McHenry County again. Why are we out in McHenry County? Why are we even talking about McHenry County? It's barely close enough to Chicago for us to talk about. But what happened? We got demonstrators at the AJ Friend... Uh, Parents uh, accused of murdering their little son, and there are protesters out there. What are they protesting about, Loop? They want they want DCFS held accountable. I mean, I, I can tell you, I you am me? absolutely one hundred percent agree for AJ's death and whatever else is going on. You know, under the agency's purview, there's a lot me? of kids dying yeah. under their under their in their custody and control. All right, or with open cases, and these people are hot, man, because this kid should not have died. Right. It's very simple. He should have never been in this home. There was prior warnings, prior abuse. The kid had been taken uh, from the parents prior to this. They get him back, and, of course, predictably, he winds up dead. Mm-hmm. And these parents are hot, man, and they're raising hell about it. And I think it's a good idea. Right. I think it's so. good to keep it in the public yeah. view, right? And, of course, Genius, just the, one of the parents in jail, just had a baby. That DCFS had to take. Hopefully, they don't give it back to her. I'm guessing not. Jim, don't, don't, don't pet the farm on don't it. Don't underestimate okay, DCFS. Don't underestimate the stupidity of the people working in that county. Okay, because the state's attorney, which is very unusual, even lit them up and was is on them. And not a lot of people feeling sympathetic toward DCFS on this case at all. Certainly not me. All right, and we will be all over this forever. There not going go. away. I'm going to stand on your little black box over there and beef every time I get a chance to. Yeah, well, you better be careful because it might break on yeah. under you. You might not notice. I've probably lost a few LBs, okay, man? <laughs> you can stand on the box, maybe. couple, two, three. <laughs> hey, moving, moving right along down to Phoenix. Family Dollar Store. One of your favorite places on the beat 
up north there, Loop, right? You love Family Dollar Store well, calls. Well, well, here, let me correct you there, Paul. As uh, our great producer just told us, it's no longer going to be called Family Dollar because of Trump's tariffs. It's going to be called Family Dollar and 10 cents. Okay. <laughs> the dollar store's getting tariffs? Yeah. Come on now. At least, people like at least afford the tariff is getting the tariff. Dollar and 10 cents store, okay? 10 cents on everything stolen, stolen in the dollar store. <laughs> Sold in the dollar store. Yeah. Wow. Well, we got on the Phoenix, and there's a lot of brouhaha going on because a little four-year-old kid apparently walks out of the dollar store with a doll that costs $4. A dollar Barbie. Uh, you know, some false advertising. It was a $4 Barbie. I guess. She, get, she steal four of them or just one? No, just one that costs $4, I think. Retail value, $4. Oh, what was it, a special edition Barbie? Whole, wholesale, about 40 cents. It must have been a special edition Barbie. Maybe Barbie with <laughs> one leg shorter than the other. Ice skating accident. I don't know. Car accident, Barbie, all right? She got... With a head wound? What? With open head wounds, yes. But the kid liked the doll, all right? And unbeknownst to mom and dad, she walks out of the store with the doll. The dollar store people, dial 911. Big crime happening. We, we just got shoplifted on. Appropriately, Phoenix sends like six squad cars over there. There's nothing going on, right, in Phoenix. <laughs> the Phoenix Popo. There's a lot going on in Phoenix. Yeah. You know Phoenix number one town in America for kidnapping? Oh, wow. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm not going to Phoenix. More kidnapping cases in Phoenix than any city in the United States. Wow. Eh, a lot of border stuff happening down there, okay? but uh, a, lot of, a lot of drug, narcotics-related? A lot of narcotics-related yeah. kidnappings, okay? Yeah. But in yeah. any event, the four-year-old who takes disabled Barbie out of the store is not kidnapping anybody. No. But there's video. Oh, Lord, there's video of this one. There's the popo sticking guns in the car, screaming at mommy, who's got a baby in her arms, in addition to the four-year-old. That's right, Paul. We will unravel this story. But we're going to take a break right now and hit the hole, all right? We're going to hit the hole for a couple, two, three minutes. Uh, we're going to finish up that story, and then we're going to get into that smoking fake weed laced with rat poison story, all right? You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSMA 90. Message. I'm a body in the body Ah, welcome back to the Barbie station. All things Barbie on WLS AM 890. Chicago Popo Report. We love Barbie, huh? Absolutely. Go Barbie, go Barbie, right? Party with the Barbie. Barbie yeah. gets to the car doll and she got the Phoenix Popo all over her butt, right? Yeah, be careful. Bobby's you know? sitting in that car going, man, I'm getting a lot of action tonight. I'm glad I'm out of this dollar store. Don't walk out with the Barbie. You get shot up by the Phoenix Popo. We got the Popo on tape. Living color, sticking guns in the car. Let's see, we got being very unprofessional, Paul. Using oh, inappropriate language. I mean, oh. how is that? How is that language God, ever appropriate? God forbid Are the Popo reuse inappropriate language, right? <laughs> you never, you never mother f anybody. Well, while you're man, on duty, there's a okay? lot of mother effers flying around this one. Okay, and living <laughs> color with full audio, full video, and the Phoenix uh, Popo chief, who's an African American woman, was none too happy. She's a little upset. Whole bunch of people getting a few days off over this one, I bet. Huh? You're going to be in callback for a while. <laughs> it's a very inappropriate reaction to a very minor, maybe not even a shoplifting case. We, can a four-year-old be charged with shoplifting? No. No, absolutely not. Mama's got a one kid on the hip, all right? She's got a goofy boyfriend with her. <laughs> She's got a baby and a four-year-old who takes the doll. Most yeah. four-year-olds take whatever they want to take, generally, right? Max takes whatever he wants, exactly. You know, and then yes. he throws it in the cart or just 
puts it in his pocket. Then I check his pockets before we, you know, <laughs> leave the, the last the, yeah. last point of sale, <laughs> just in case this doesn't happen to me. Yes, just, just so you don't get guns drawn <clears throat> on right, you. Yeah, yeah. You and Max ain't sucking asphalt on uh, Division yeah, Street, right? Put that Pokemon bag. <laughs> put that. Put the Paw Patrol bag, sir. Yeah. It's like, dude. So the, the Phoenix Pope will go right over the top. Uh, guns drawn, yelling at the family, dropping the F bomb everywhere. They, of course, have already gotten a lawyer, civil rights claim. Uh, what a show, huh? I mean, you know, just walk up and say, ma'am, I think your daughter took a doll by accident. Do you mind giving it back to me? Or do you have a receipt for that doll? No, we're going to pull 9 millimeters, 17 shot, 9 millimeter Glock and stick it in mommy's face. And I gotta love mommy because they're screaming, at her, "Get your hands up!" Yeah, MFing her, and she goes, "Hey, I got nothing, baby, in my hands. I'm not gonna get my hands up." We don't right? care. We don't care, ma'am. We don't care. Put your hands up. <laughs> we drop don't whatever care. you're holding. Just I don't care if it's a baby. one-year-old baby. Yeah. You know, it'll survive. They're uh, very flexible. You know, they're, oh, they'll bounce right back. Yeah, Put gotta, your hands I, I up. I gotta tell you that you hearing, stole a Barbie. That hearing it personnel is gonna be brutal. It's gonna be. They're gonna play that over and over again. Right? I ain't, they're going to be madder than the Cook County Sheriff's wife who's wondering what he's doing out for the three-hour lunch in the Corvette. <laughs> this is going to be a long process for these guys. And that goofy boyfriend, he was getting worked over, too. I mean, he's like, spread your yeah, boyfriend was getting beat up almost out there in the uh, in the parking lot, right? He wasn't, you're not responding. I'm doing everything you're telling me to do. As he gets his feet kicked out from underneath him. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you in the head. I'm going to shoot you in the yeah. head. <laughs> if you don't follow my orders, I will shoot you in the head. Right, here, here's our PSA for Popo. Fellas, you're on tape. 24-7, someone's got a camera, cell phone, security cameras, traffic cameras, crime cameras. There's a camera rolling, man. <laughs> yeah. just you know, and, and just like your mama used to say, don't say anything. You're not prepared to be read back to you in court. Don't. Do you know, anything that's inappropriate you know or what my, stupid. You know what my mama always said before I left the house? Listen, mijo, don't do anything <laughs> that will embarrass the family. That's right. Okay? You're embarrassing the family, <laughs> You're folks, embarrassing okay? embarrassing the family. And I, I lived with those words, you know, through my life. You stick a loaded Glock in a mama's face as you've got two babies in the car with her. Okay? That's going to embarrass the family. That's going to embarrass the family in a big way. All right, moving right along. Wait, hold on. Let's, let me just, I just wanted to point out who's representing, who's the uh, the parent's lawyer? <laughs> Who is the parent's lawyer? Name is Thomas Horney. <laughs> Counselor, Horney, come here. No, not you, ma'am. You think he no. got me- you think he got mess- messed with in law school? <laughs> yeah, like maybe like every day. <laughs> How about grammar school, huh? In high school. Hey, Horny, Mr. Horny, <laughs> Mr. Horny. Yeah, is that everybody me? raise their hand. Right? <laughs> you're not. You're in junior high. Yeah, everybody got their hand up there. No, no, the real Horny. <laughs> Come here, oh, Mr. Horny. Mr. Horny's gonna make some money on that case, though. He's gonna make his thirty-three percent, right? Yes, he will. <clears throat> yes, he will. They're gonna write that check fast. Oh yeah. yeah everyone's gonna get paid. It'll be a whole bunch of Corvettes flying around Phoenix pretty soon. White Corvettes all around. Yeah, yes, <clears throat> with baby seats in them. <laughs> and hot Barbies in the back seat, maybe. <laughs> they didn't even steal anything, okay? Nobody stole anything, no, exactly. No. Four-year-old walk out. Yeah. Of course, when she's 40, she'll be running that defense, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that dollar store is going to be making a lot of uh, that $10 million payment. <laughs> that dollar store has got to have a big insurance policy. Oh but God. the Phoenix PD has one, right? Someone is going to write the check to Mr. Horny. And, it's called, and, it's called the, the, the City of Phoenix. At all, yes. What's the state police doing, man, in Montana? 
Oh, it's a Montana woman, but she was a downstate Bloomington, Paul, in Illinois. <laughs> Bloomington is about the worst place in the world to drive through to drive through on I-55 mm-hmm. with a trunk full of dope. Because those guys down in Bloomington got nothing to do generally. Hey, man, they get that probable cause. <laughs> probable cause is you're driving down <laughs> I-55, okay? And we don't like anyone driving down I-55, especially if you got, what, out-of-state plates. Huh? Well, because of this astute trooper, yeah, there's going to be a shortage of weed in in and around Illinois. <laughs> well, illegal weed, right? 143 pounds. Listen, isn't it ironic that we, we're going to let everybody smoke dope now and grow it? Yeah. But we're still arresting people for it. Well, you can't. You can't. <laughs> what? What? It's a lot of weed, Paul. So what? You got to you got to sell it legally. I'm sure she was. I'm sure this is black market wheat. Oh, so now we're gonna we're gonna fine tune this whole thing. Oh yeah. You know, people get into the dope business because they're broke and they don't have any money. The state of Illinois got into the dope business because they're broke and they don't have any money. Now, if you're not the state of Illinois, though, when you get into the dope business, you get to go to jail. But if you're the state of Illinois, you ain't going to jail. I'm very unhappy with this whole thing. Well, I mean, maybe she didn't get she didn't get uh, uh, arrested for the weed, but what about the uh, fourteen pounds of uh, mushrooms and nine pounds of uh, maybe, maybe cannabis she, wax? She can make a big mushroom, you know, salad recipe. Yes, <laughs> mushroom right? salad. And what else did she have? Nine pounds of cannabis wax. What's the cannabis wax uh, for? It must be some kind of hemp oil or something like that for some cooking. Hemp That's, oil. Yes, she was going to make a delicious, uh, you know, uh, uh, potato salad. Or yes, salad. Might, might have been. pasta salad. There you go. I mean, what goes great with a pasta salad? You know, cannabis oil. Yeah. There you go. I haven't tried it yet. I'm pretty sure it's not on the diet plan at my house. So this seizure is pretty weak. That's what you're trying to say in Illinois. Well, it's morally weak, if nothing else. Okay, <laughs> probably legally strong, yeah. but more. I mean, we have drug dealers arresting drug dealers now. The state of Illinois is going into the drug dealing business, marijuana. And now they're still arresting people for doing the same thing they're going to be doing come January 1st. You know what? Let's just suspend all the whole marijuana we- thing. Stop it. Stop already. Quit, quit arresting about, people. What about the fake wheat laced with uh, rat poison? I mean, that's that's reprehensible, too. Well, you you know, working the streets in this city, man, that's been going on for a while now. Yeah. There's a lot of kids ODing on that stuff. And I don't know. If you're lacing weed with rat poison, you're doing it for one reason to hurt people. And even, or fake weed, whatever it is. Yeah, that's, this is just, you, you This man-made stuff is not good for you, right? Definitely have no morals if you're, if I, you're, if seen, you're selling this stuff. Yeah, I've seen kids on this stuff, man. It is bad news. Really bad news. Like, I've seen kids, I've worked cases where kids have jumped up 44 floor apartment buildings. Go right off the side after smoking this stuff. They have a psychotic break. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's chemicals. They have no idea what they're doing, and it just, that's it. So much crime, so little time, Paul. We're going to take another break, all right? You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSMA 90. When we come back, we got crime and mayhem and funky crime and punishment time. See you in a bit. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is... The Chicago Popo Report. Ah, uh, welcome back, Peach. Popo Report, Saturday night, WSAM 890. Hey, folks, you can't listen tonight. WSAM.com. Click on it. Click on the Popo Report, and you can listen to it anytime you want. 
Google, Apple, anywhere you want. Type in the Chicago Popo Report. You go right to that app, and you'll be able to listen to this thing at your leisure. Absolutely. Uh, now, we go to North Carolina. This is a convoluted story with, like, 30 moving parts. It's Everybody like a, beefing, right? It's a mess. <laughs> it's a hot mess, isn't it? Yeah. We, we got a 19-year-old who gets whacked in the head by an 11-year-old, and... Deservedly. Yeah, deservedly. He breaks into the house to steal. Not the first rodeo this family's been through, though. These victims before this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, they were a little bit more prepared this time. He just happened to have a machete hanging around. His dad. (laughs) I might might add his father trained him in the use of the machete. Yeah. So the 19-year-old breaks in and grabs a pellet gun in the house. But our 11-year-old knew that pellet gun was unloaded. So he wasn't too worried about it, but he just followed instructions, That's you know. Get in the closet, get young man. Closet, yeah. He gets in the closet. All right. Let me just, uh, you know, once I get my moment, <laughs> you're going to you get it. You got to love the quotes in this story, right? Because the 11-year-old says, I knew I had to act in the heat of the moment. <laughs> heat of the moment. Well, I'm going to bring some heat on that hard head with that machete. And he did, didn't he? You think he has an erstwhile girlfriend? I bet there's an erstwhile couple girlfriends in there. Probably got, a, probably got an erstwhile mother because she wasn't home either, as, as were any other adult supervisors. What's an 11-year-old doing alone at home? Huh? Well, apparently uh, DCFS not involved with this family. No, but he was, you know, he had a machete. That's <laughs> all you he need. He had a machete. And he, had, he was trained in the use of that machete, according to uh, journalistic inquiries. Right? And they had to add, he was a baseball player, so he's got that, you know, yeah, that he's got swing. that swing. <laughs> He's got that machete swing. You think he held it with two hands or, or one hand? I'm guessing a two-hand two whack. Two-hander whack? Yeah. The severity of the injury on the 19-year-old. Oh, by the way, he hits the 19-year-old. 19-year-old still manages to grab a PlayStation. And, and a TV. Oh, oh my but God. But then he realizes he's bleeding too much and just tries. Yeah, he's like, I'm really cut. Okay, this dude laid like, me open. His adrenaline, yeah. But the adrenaline wore off. And he's like, nah, maybe I don't think I could carry all this crap. I'm, I'm going to just bleed to death. i got to get out of here. i got to get to a hospital. I'm going to carry my ass to a hospital. <laughs> So the Popo, of course, they notify all the hospitals. Hey, some dude shows up with a nasty machete wound. We're looking for him, okay? Yeah, be on the lookout. And I might add, U.S. Marshals are involved in this thing, too. Yeah. We got marshals, local police, county, state. This is turning into a, a storm, isn't it? Yeah. A nice S-storm. And the dude does go to the hospital, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then it, This is where the story gets more interesting. He goes to the hospital, and the nurses go, ah, this might be Mr. Machete Man. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They call the Popo. And the Popo go, okay. Do oh. they do they go to the hospital right away, Loop? Hold on to him. Oh, but it, doesn't he get transferred? He gets transferred to a different hospital because he had some his severity of his wounds. <laughs> he had to go to, a, a, I guess, a, a different hospital that's more equipped to handle. Yeah, maybe maybe where a neurosurgeon was or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he gets there. No Popo, no U.S. Marshals. That's the hospital's job to put handcuffs on the guy and hold him until the popo can get there. Okay, because every hospital has that. What ER's got handcuffs? Now? Yeah, we'll handcuff you to the bed railing, sir. Okay, because there's a there's a be on the lookout on your butt, and, and we got you. There's a breakdown in communication, Paul. They do have security guards who who do have they do have I mean is they this, do have handcuffs, this is very, but it's not their job to be law enforcement. That's right. This is very easy for me. Okay, yeah. hello, popo. We we got your guy with the machete one. Okay. And nobody comes. Come now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's here now. Come now. But the guy says to the nurse, you know, Popo are looking for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to stick around. So long. here's your gown. Uh, thank you very much. I'm leaving. 
thanks for the you know dressing my head wound and stopping the bleeding, but I got to get out of here, okay? <laughs> because this is uh, I'm like the most wanted guy apparently in the entire state of North Carolina. <laughs> this hospital is getting too hot. <laughs> I got to get out of here. So he gets out, he gets away, right? He slips out of the hospital and uh, carrying a cup of water. It's <laughs> a nice little get, detail supplied to us, right? You get real thirsty when you have a head wound, Paul. Dehydrated. <laughs> you, know that? you get dehydrated. You don't want to add dehydration to your list of problems. All that right? moisture just escapes through your head wound, okay? So you have to rehydrate. And then he's gone for about 10 hours, right? Or the hospital didn't know he was gone for 10 hours. Right. That, which begs the question where to Popo for 10 hours? Apparently not too interested. There's a lot of dollar stores, you know, that are being robbed, Paul. Well, apparently, Loop, the only dollar stores being robbed, the North Carolina people were assisting Phoenix PD and, you know, securing mamas with little babies in the car. Yeah, Barbies are very valuable. Okay? Everywhere. $4 Barbies. Mm-hmm. We know what kind of Barbie that was. Becky's not going to let us talk about it, but we know. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't a real Barbie. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> This guy, so not not a popo or mad at the emergency rooms. Everyone's got a beef with everybody else. There's a lot of carrying out. Everyone talking to the media. The story's more about why the police didn't show up and the hospital people didn't hold them. And the 11-year-old almost gets lost in the whole wash, right, Mr. In the heat of the moment, I whacked this dude with that machete. It's become collateral. Yeah, it's just collateral to the story. I mean, the, the real story is the breakdown in communication and the hospital is like, you know what? We're a hospital. This is a Friday night. A lot of traumas are coming in. This is what we do. We're not law enforcement. This is your screw up. You know, own up to it. And <laughs> he got lost. That's your problem. Yeah, it's not we, our problem. We, we see this conflict slipped away yeah. between medical personnel and the popo. Yeah. Right? When things get a little dicey in the emergency room. Yeah, actually, I've had a couple beefs with uh, some uh, EMS guys on scene. You know, we have different protocols than they do. Right. And, um, you know, <laughs> eh, you've got to, you definitely have to communicate with each other. And uh, you guys can rush in once we secure the scene, not before, okay? Because you're going to get stabbed. You're going to get shot. We have to make sure the customer, <laughs> the customer is secure. That's right. Look what happened up in Appleton the other day, right? This, uh, uh, Paramedic fireman got killed. Right. Police were on the scene. You got to love that story, right? They administer Narcon. They bring the dude back. Mm -hmm. He gets up and everyone going, "Mm, I think this dude's got a gun on him. And they want to take him to the hospital and take his gun away. And he's like, not only are you not taking my gun away, he kills the paramedic. Yeah. The officer returns fire, doesn't hit him up in Appleton. Wisconsin. So it's, it's, it's a real... Dicey situation. Dude should have been searched long before. Yeah, I mean, moment. yeah, yeah, yeah. Things slip. You know, yeah, cracks and. But you 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 hit it right on the head with the whole communication thing. Yeah. You got to talk to each other, man, or bad things are going to happen. I mean the uh, the uh, the firefighters actually they they've got it on lockdown. It's the uh, the EMS guys. I mean they want to go in there and you know help. Yeah, you do know? what they do. Do what they do. Right. But right. we're not the popo. But the emergency room people. In North Carolina, a little testy with the popo right now. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to fix that relationship, Becky. They're gonna have to communicate a little bit better, as Lupe said. They'll sort it out. Hey, let's get into that grinder story. <laughs> On a little more pleasant note. Well, what's grinder loop for the uninformed elderly folks that may be listening tonight? What is grinder? Oh, it's a it's a dating app. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I know what it is. I'm not on it. I hope not. You want it? <laughs> no, no. Becky? 
I've never been out of dating. I'm not on Grinder. No, no, don't have no, to be. No, 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 no. Brett, not saying anything. Okay. I guess we got to come back to the story, don't we? Are we getting to that point? Yeah. Show? So there, there was. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get into the story. Uh, there was uh, two fellas met, you know, through a Grinder app. They went on a date, and we're gonna get into it. Two guys. Two guys. Mm. We're gonna get into it after the break. All right, Paul. We can't wait. It's going to be fantastic and exciting. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAM 890. Uh, welcome back, peeps. WSAM 890, Chicago, Saturday night. And we're talking, love is in the air. Oh, so I feel uh, it. It's so, uh, it's it's just thick and oozy. Oh, my God. Along with a ball peen <laughs> hammer and some pepper spray, apparently. Bear pepper spray, bear not regular old pepper spray. You ever spray, seen bear pepper spray, man? It looks like a about a two gallon can with a massive well, handle. Yeah, exa- yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. spray that stuff, and I mean, it look it looks like a twelve gauge going off. Oh my god, you people are gonna feel it blocks away. Are you That's, kidding me? Yeah. So the grinder date went bad. So so let's let's explain what grinder what grinder <laughs> yeah, you is all about. That. You're the young hip part portion of this show, okay? It's a it's a hookup <laughs> app, Paul. Yeah. For gay talk. men, for no, gay men. For gay men. Yeah. It's gay guys. They just hook up. They don't talk. They just get together, and that's the end of that. Anonymous sex, buddy. Anonymous sex, right? Yeah. Well, this guy, what do you think the problem was? He didn't like the sex? Did he get to the sex? Well, here, after meeting and having sex for several hours, Paul. Oh, okay. Then he, maybe he was dissatisfied they, customer. No, they began, they, they, they just started a fight because uh, I guess the uh, the offender got too possessive. After a couple hours of sex. This is a Chicago possessive. case, too. Oh, yeah. You're up in Rogers Park. It's a little crazy up there. You didn't get any grinder cases like this? Uh, no. no? Where'd this happen at? Uh, this is on the west side. No, this right? is Boys Town, Paul. Come on. Are you kidding yeah. me? Cedric Lamar Johnson, 1,000 block of West Argyle, faces multiple counts of felony aggravated battery, theft, and possession. Uh, a little bit more than hitting the guy with the ball peen hammer and spraying. Spraying a popo with bear spray when they showed up. Not a good idea. No, 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 no. I bet those guys were hot. I mean, ticked off hot, right? The popo. Oh, I, I Dude, you're you, going to spray bear I thought spray you meant hot as in good looking. No, no, no. <laughs> hot popo showing up to the hot grinder date. Here we go. That, that's a mad, That's a TV show waiting to happen. Huh? You think Reality they, show. You think they showed up with the Indian and the, uh, the firefighter and the cowboy? That's right, man. Singing a song, maybe, right? Maybe dancing a little bit. A little Broadway production. Yeah, that's right, Becky's doing it. She's got it down bad. That whole YMCA thing. Yeah. <laughs> right? But now, uh, Mr. Lamar Johnson, he, uh, bro, and here's 47-year-old victim, was a professor at a local university. Uh, which local university? I don't know. Are the professors any prohibiting uh, protocol against hanging out on Grinder? Yeah, I'm sure it's not. It's adult consent stuff, right? Yeah. It's your, huh? Do whatever you want on your own time, yeah. Well, just be careful. You know, <laughs> it, it was all good till till you know Lamar began to act possessive of the victim, right? We we need the transcript from this when this one goes to trial. This is this will be great. I mean, our last story the uh, the victim got whacked in the head, or not the victim, the offender got whacked in the head with a machete. Here, the uh, the victim gets whacked in the head with a hammer. He got fifteen stitches for his trouble and. My dandy uh, head, head and face, and, and and you know Lamar on the way out the door took his iPhone and Bose speakers. 
has like a, you know sticking his middle finger at him. <laughs> These are mine. This is mine now. <laughs> this is my uh, combat pay for tonight, hey, dude. I'm laying over here with needing 15 stitches in my head. But Paul, as the story goes, the uh, the victim, yeah, he didn't he didn't want to press charges. He called the cops. He uh, went to the you know got his uh, head wounds uh, uh, you know looked at at the hospital. But once he found out that his phone was taken, he's like, it's on. <laughs> It's on. I'm gonna I'm gonna track that phone, and this guy is not getting away. Dude, you have your life in your phone. You need that phone, unless you have anything, everything loaded, you know, downloaded. I mean, it it is like a most valuable possession. Apparently so. For like 99 percent of the people, right? <laughs> well, it's like a pretty it. good story. I like that, you know. And Johnson was in court. He dropped a few uh, mfers. You know, and mother's lie, man. Johnson said in court, wearing a red track suit. How appropriate he wears in a red tracksuit so he could run faster from the popo. <laughs> so he could be easily seen. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? You might find this hard to believe, but Mr. Johnson has two felony convictions and 14 prior failures to appear in court. He's no stranger <laughs> yeah, to law enforcement and or the, court. the criminal justice system. No, he's not. No bond for him, though. huh? He's a real and present threat to the community, said the bond court judge. Bye-bye. He did be a long day. He, I, I predict, let's see, 2019, about 2023, just want to go to trial. So here, let me, here, let me, let's dissect this a little bit more because this is a fun, this is a fun story. So. Unless you're a college professor with 15 stitches and you're not. <laughs> so they originally used the grinder app. Yeah. To hook up. Uh-huh. Okay. So everything went south. Badly went this south. This guy wants his phone. So he uses another app to find his phone. It's a backup phone, maybe, right? <laughs> I mean, to track that phone. And they tracked him down uh, hey. outside of a 7-Eleven. I'm saying he had Grinder Plus. You've got Grinder Plus <laughs> after the dude and you hook up. You could, and he stole something from you. Then you, Grinder Plus allows you to track him and find him. That, that's what happened. <laughs> folks, hey, folks, if you're cool. signing up, hey, this is a potential advertiser. We're going to be nice to him. If you're signing up for Grinder, hey, Lupe and Paul in a Popo report recommend you get Grinder Plus. Right, so when they rip off them Bose speakers, Granny's China, you know where to find them. So there's a lot going on here, man. There's a lot of app usage. There's a there's there's hours and hours of sex. There's you know hammer wielding. I mean, there's bear spray. Bear spray. This is a great story. This this is like this kind of this is what we do at the Popo Report, folks. Only in Chicago. This is what we bring you. You're not going to hear about this anywhere else, are you, brother? I don't know if you mentioned it. I mean, to boot. Johnson, he was denied bail because he's a real and present threat to the community. And he had 14 prior occasions and other felony cases. He didn't show up for court. Yeah, if you're walking around with bear spray, of course you're clear and present danger to the community. Yeah, listen, felon, we didn't worry about a gun in this case, right? <laughs> no. He just carries a hammer around. Hammers and uh, bear spray. Which is pretty effective. Pretty nice effective. Co nice combination. Yeah. Mr. Johnson is, uh, if nothing else, creative. My man Johnson. Yes. <laughs> we need a picture of this, too. we got to put up on, you know, our, what, Facebook page that we never put anything up on. But him in the red tracksuit, we should have a picture of that. You think our, you think our victim uh, specifically chose Mr. Johnson because of his name on Grinder App? I, I don't know. I can't imagine the, Johnson, the, the thought it? process. I know. The thought process <laughs> that went behind this one uh, was that not was like, well thought of what? for a PhD professor, right? It's like... <laughs> Let's move on. Yes. <laughs> we can go. The professors, man, they're a dicey bunch, aren't they? They get that tenure and they're just off the reservation doing whatever. 
<laughs> having a good time. Not the first college professor in town who's been in trouble. I really, there wasn't wasn't there a couple professors or a professor got hooked up on another with a grinder app down in the Hancock building or something. And yeah, down in River North, uh, they animal didn't they chop up some, chop yes, somebody up? Yeah, yeah. chop the dude up. Chop the dude. <laughs> <by>. <laughs> yes, yeah. professor. Maybe it'd be a special wing at Twenty Sixth Street for uh, for these sort of problems. Children, right? Wayward professors. Yes, wayward <laughs> professor victims wing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. with their erstwhile girlfriends hey he only got that's right he's only got 15 stitches <laughs> hey hey I, I bet they start writing each other while he's in jail okay he'll be on his phone list he'll be calling him collect okay forgive and forget <laughs> you think you, could, you, you think you could, you could hook up behind bars using grinder app well, you could certainly custodial yeah what, what do you call it uh, what's that visit called when you come in and just have sex in jail yeah, we don't have that at 26 in California oh, no? well not not legally that's discrimination <laughs> no no I mean that's a California thing well, Tony's in California state prisons yes oh, so I'd, if you're gonna get locked up make sure you get locked up in California yeah, yeah, get well, those maybe, conjugal visits that's right that's exactly what they are we don't have that at 26 or at the Illinois Department of Corrections oh well we're but, gonna take another break Paul it's that time we're gonna hit the hole when we come back another American tourist dies in the not the Banana Republic but the Dominican, Dominican Republic, Republic. <laughs> there is no Banana Republic okay <laughs> Might as well be. I mean, they got to get it together down there. Oh. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLSM 890. See you in a few. Ah, uh, Chicago Gypsy Kings live. WLSM 890, Saturday night. Folks, doesn't get any better than this. This is the warm up music for the big clothes. Little Gypsy Kings, huh? Sing a little Valari. Saturday night. What does it feel like a Wednesday night? Huh? Weird. Uh, Wednesday night. You know, hump day. Hump day. Yeah, hump day. Be like on Grinder. Hump day, Grinder, Valari, Gypsy Kings. You got it all working. <laughs> hey, folks, when you can't listen to us live, go to WLSAM.com. Pick up that app. All right? Easy. It's free. Download it. A little podcast thing. Go right to it. And you could listen to the Chicago Popo Report anytime you want. Everybody likes a little podcast I'll you, action. I'll tell you what, don't be listening to it down in the Dominican Republic, my friends, because you better be paying attention to what you eat and drinking down there, right, Luke? I'm telling you, it's turning into a banana republic where everybody's just dropping <laughs> down in the resorts. Are you kidding me? Eight people in about a month died. All Americans. I've been in Dominican Republic. It's breathtakingly beautiful. Okay, eight people in the span of what, six six, six months? No, Paul, that, that's a good months. that's a good weekend in Chicago. So what's the big deal? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's like a, a four hour window on Friday <laughs> night, okay? But uh That's a can... drive on the on the I ninety, you know, from downtown <laughs> to ninety fifth. That's right. Or the Eisenhower, right? That's between Costner and uh what? Racine. <laughs> on, on on Wednesday night. So what's everybody hooting hollering about? Well, you know, these are tourists who are spending a lot of money to go down there and do tourist type things on the beach. And they're all being found in their hotel rooms, generally after they use the mini bar. The mini bar. Wow. <laughs> it all connects back to the mini bar. I mean, if you're going to, you know, open that $20 bottle of, uh, you know, vodka. <laughs> right. That, that's an two ounce, ounce and a half, right? Yeah. Or two ounces. <laughs> For 20 bucks. Right. Be careful because you might drop dead. Because they're drinking this stuff and they're dying. Yeah. Now, the really has tried to say at first, well, all these people are on various medications and... They're not they, generally not healthy to begin they, with. They had health issues. They were fat, right? <laughs> the husband and wife were a little chubby. Yeah. They're both found dead in bed. Because chubsters love to go down to the DR and just, you know, soak up the sun and chillax. And die. And die. You're right. 
<laughs> so the Dominicans tried to pass it off as you unhealthy fat Americans coming down, or you die once in a while. It's, Nothing we can do about it. It's your problem. It happens in your country. It's going to happen in our country. <laughs> That's right. Why? <laughs> yeah, it's got nothing to do with us, people. We're getting a lot of heat. Live healthier lives. Because you guys are racist, El Norte. Okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what's yeah. going on. I'll come you're, to find out. It's you're the blaming many. us brown people, brown That's, and black people for your problems? No, it's not going to happen. And they, they went out and hired an American PR company. How do I know this? Well, one of the statements is, hey, listen, we, we got three million Americans come here every year. All right? Eight died? That's nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. It's it's barely yeah. a weekend in Chicago, like That's I said. A, yeah. Not even four hours on the yeah. eyes an hour, my friends. Okay, please, stop it. All right? They're all rich tours anyway, so don't get upset. But, uh, folks, if you get tickets for the Dominican Republic, I'd, I'd seriously consider that one, okay? I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not going to play that lottery number. Our boy Poppy, he's not even, he doesn't want to go back down to the DR anymore. Poppy is done. Probably will never go back to the DR without a, a, a slew of bodyguards and ex-Secret Service guys around him. By right? Poppy, we mean Big Poppy. Big Poppy. Yeah. Right. Not just general overall Poppy, right? Look, I just found out that also, you know, they had Shark Tank TV star Barbara Corkin. Her brother died in his hotel room in the DR back in April. I mean... There's a lot of dudes dropping down in the DR, man. I mean, right? it's affecting all in all income lines. I mean, you know, whether uh, it doesn't matter doesn't where you're matter. at. No, no, no. You're down there drinking or eating something that's bad for you, and you die. Dying in paradise, I guess. There could be worse things that happen. Die in Chicago. Uh, moving right along. Don't go to the DR, people. Okay, that's the Popo Report's uh, advice. Stay out of there until they figure out what's going on. Or at least bring your own booze. Absolutely bring your own booze. But, hey, getting back to good old family fun loop, huh? Father, stepfather, preschool graduation, they get in a beef, so they stab each other. A joyous event. I mean, yes, your, yes. Your, your kids, it's one milestone and then on to another milestone, and yes. all hell breaks loose. Pennsylvania, you get preschool kids aged four and five are marred by violence Friday night in Pennsylvania, last Friday night. It's a good story. It right. always starts off with a verbal disagreement, Paul. Verbal disagreements, you know, get out of you yeah. just 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 escalate. And uh, if you're packing, gun or knife, they didn't like each other. So the stabbing happens at the preschool graduate, which I have a problem with the whole preschool graduation. Really, I mean, it's bad enough we do graduation celebrations for junior high. I mean, what kind of kid doesn't graduate junior high? <laughs> I mean, never mind preschool. I mean, if preschool going to be the highlight of your life, you got a problem already. Let's not celebrate the future failures. This kid's never going to make it through high school, so we're celebrating the preschool. Thing. Oh, you're such a Debbie Downer. This whole preschool <sighs> graduation. Please stop. Stop with the graduations. I mean, if it was up to me, high school, you don't get no party. You're supposed to graduate high school. So when a kid comes up, hey, 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 at least I'm not selling drugs. Well, you're not supposed to be selling drugs. You don't get a prize for... I'm not selling drugs. So what you're trying to tell me is that when Max passes preschool, you know, passes nap time, I can't have a party for him? Bro, just let it go. It's like another day, another day in the jungle, okay? Max, you know, if he doesn't graduate law school, it'll be a big disappointment at the Guire household. Then, then we have cause for concern. Let's not celebrate the little stuff. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, we got a tooth. Let's have a party. Let's give him 20 bucks because the tooth fairy came last night. Another uh, here. You know, I, I, I'm not I, big on all that stuff. I can't agree with you, but it's kind of out of hand at our house. Yes. We're having parties because this is this is potty training season. So we're having parties after every every wonderful poop that he does. Oh, thank and he doesn't so. poop in his in his in his shorts. A party, isn't that nice? He's like, go to Target and buy me the biggest toy you can find. And I have Whoa. to do that. 
<laughs> See, that's that's the problem with having one child in the house. See, if you get two, nobody cares, right? They don't even care if you ate last night. Oh, one of them missed a meal. We fed the other three. Don't get excited. All right? So, Give me a yeah. toy because I, I made number two in the body, right? Unfortunately, because of my wife. Yeah, my yeah. wife, and I, you know, you've got to go, you know, happy wife, happy life. You yes. know, any, any, any joyous special occasion has to be celebrated, whether it's potty training season or, you know, graduating from, you know, preschool. Wow. There's got to be a party, man. Yeah, the expectations drop when you're... That, that's my opinion as a parent. The expectations drop if you're celebrating the stupid. Like, oh, we graduated eighth grade. Yay! I'm so happy. Because no one ever thought this idiot would graduate eighth grade, right? <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. Probably. So, but we've dropped the preschool now because eighth grade apparently is a high expectation for some children. Let's move on, please, because we, we'll, there's people all over the country mad at us right now for this one. That's the only party they're ever going to celebrate in a lot of households in this country. Our boy Zorbris is back in the news. Ah, ben. Ben, getting tired of sitting at home playing daddy and and victim husband. <laughs> and, and not getting paid, I might add, several million dollars a month for playing a game. I would I would be pretty bored at this point. I'm getting pretty bored of this guy. And at first, I had, <laughs> I mean, I was supportive. I'm like, you know, take your time. Don't take too much time because you know what? You're a baseball player. Get back on the field and do what you do best. Play the game. There's an expiration date on that old career, isn't there, brother? You're not going to be playing when you're 52 years old. Yeah, he's not a spring chicken either. He's like 30, no, you know, 37, 38. He, he is at the tail end of a really good career. Yeah. Right? And he's I got to keep the momentum. Baseball fan my whole life. I don't remember, remember not one time a baseball dude taking a leave of absence because his wife cheated on him. If he doesn't come back next week, he's dead to me. Okay. There you go. Dead to me. I, th I think maybe we'll have a dead to me day, Ben day, okay? <laughs> on, on WLSAM 890, okay? Yeah. All right, because... Uh, I mean, enough's enough. That's right. That's right, like, okay? This is like crybaby time. That's right. He should have already had an affair with the new nanny by now, okay? They get rid of the ex-wife. The divorce thing's going well down there and wherever they're at in Tennessee. Grow some cojones. Get over it. Get back on the field, dude. I mean... Theo, Theo could say, oh, yeah, we're very supportive of Ben. We're so happy. Whatever is best for his family. Theo's like, hey, you better get up here and play some ball, I'm sure, dude. I'm sure Theo, you know, he's <laughs> on the side, he's like, what a wuss. Come on. Get yeah, come on with me. Get rid of that goofy wife. Go buy her a pole, put it up in the barn, and then you know, I'll let her have a good time. That's right, Paul. We're <laughs> going to take another break right now. Hit the hole for one more time. When we come back, we get that great happy ending involving a popo and some uh, and a family. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WS. AM 890. Seen a few. Uh, welcome back, Popo Nation. Paul Cialino, Lupe Aguirre, Chicago Popo Report. When you hear that banjo music, you know what's coming. We're going down to Florida, going down south. Home of the deplorables, and you know. <laughs> That's right. That's where people make uh, announcements. They're running for president again. We love Florida, don't we? Yeah, we love Florida. Uh, WLS 89, we should, you know, we should do the winter down there in Florida. We have the Winter 89 office down there. We'll run it for them, right? The Chicago Popo Report wouldn't be the same without our Florida segment. That's right. And, folks, we were, you know, first story out of the box. Florida man arrested with 75 pool floats he stole to have sex with. Uh, I've been on, a, I've seen a lot of pool floats and pools. I've owned a lot of pools. I've yet to see anyone have sex with them. So this is a new Florida thing, I'm guessing. Hey, I mean, that's a perfectly good reason to have sex with a, with a, with a pool toy, you know, instead of going out and raping people. Well, I guess he get charged with breaking into the backyards of homes and pools and Palm. See, here's the problem. They're in Palm Bay. That's where a lot of rich people live, right? It's on the Atlantic side. 
And uh, defendant stated that he sexually gratifies himself with the poo floats instead of raping women. This is this is the old argument you have from the kid. Hey, at least I'm not a dope dealer. Well, you're not supposed to be a dope dealer, and you're not supposed to be raping women. Okay? <laughs> All right? <laughs> young Christopher, 35, not so young. He's going to jail. Moron. He needs to go. Moving right along, Loop. What's our next story? Wait, you don't want to talk. <laughs> you don't want to dissect this, uh, this moron a little bit more? I can barely talk about this one, but go ahead. I'll let you dissect. Christopher Monin is his name. Serial pool toy cat burglar. <laughs> I mean, that's that's quite a handle. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? 75 pool floats. And here's the kicker, right? He's living in a vacant house. That's where he stores all his pool toys, Paul. <sighs> you got to have a place to store your items of pleasure. Only okay. in Florida. What are you gonna, oh. They can't fit in his car. They can't fit in his double wide or his single wide. It's <laughs> good to find an abandoned house on a lot of them in Florida, folks. A lot yeah. of abandoned houses. That's right. You know? Second, third mortgages. Whoops, didn't work out too well. You got the little roller things look like a pizza cutter. Huh? He, just, he loves those things. 75 so, of them. So this is the cost that Floridians have to pay. To stay safe, all right, Paul. They have to. They have to. You know, this guy's just dry humping. You know, dolphin floats. <laughs> so, I mean, would you rather be raped or just put up with this guy dry, uh, dry humping listen, your, your toy? You know what? We should just donate him. I need it I, on the side of the road. I need pool floats. Okay, to keep me from causing uh, rate to go up here down in Palm City. Please, just give me your pool floats. Your old and tired pool floats. I'll recycle them. But then we go to McDonald's Loop, okay? Another McDonald's down there in Collier County. People are eating their Big Macs, you know, they're eating their little salads and McNuggets, and the kids are all having fun and all the jungle gyms. And this, this 62-year-old man strips performs a strange dance at McDonald's trying to impregnate a railing. Are you kidding? Really? Paul, he was just doing his magic mic impersonation. Are you kidding me? It's Florida. It's perfectly normal behavior. 7.30 p.m.? I mean, family hour, right? Nothing more interesting than in Florida, right? How much better does it get, really? I'm going to hump the railing outside McDonald's. I'll never touch another <clears throat> railing. I don't go to McDonald's anyway, so it doesn't matter. I'm not touching anything there. Paul, to you it's called dry humping a railing. To me, it's called a strip tease with a pole. And I'm, I'm sure this guy was just a fine-looking human being, right? I mean, I bet he just walked into the rooms and he was a clock stopper, right? The ladies just fell out. I'm sure they were handing him, handing him dollar bills. Yes, they probably were in Florida. Mm-hmm. Mostly for not assaulting them, raping them, stealing their pool floats. They were just happy he was messing with McDonald's handrail. It's called dinner theater, Paul. You ever been to a dinner theater? <laughs> yes, it's been many, many years. Are you since kidding me? Are there you, you go. Me? That's probably the new dinner theater in Florida, yeah. right? Yeah, free of charge. Pretty I sure mean, probably be a reality show on it pretty soon, right? On A&E or Nat Geo or somewhere like that, right? Oxygen. I mean, our, our guy here, he's pretty enterprising. I mean, are you kidding me? He's, he could he could definitely swing this into a reality show. Well, he didn't get paid, but he sure got arrested. John Morgan. Hey, what about I, this other babe? I would Report. say I would say falsely arrested, Paul. Falsely arrested. Yes. Oh, probably a bad case, bro. I'm sure to find public defenders of Florida. He's got a case to be made. He should be. He should call that guy Horny, and uh, you know, <laughs> call Mr. Horny. Mr. Could, Horny, come defend him on this one. See if he could be his his his, his, uh, his attorney on this one. Well, I gotta tell you, that's probably a good case for Horny. Horny could be the new what? The new uh, Joel? Uh, this is right Brodsky up. This is Florida. right up. This is right up his alley. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, that's right. With a name like Horny, well, bear spray, ball peen hammer, he'd be right in business. Maybe the guy in Boystown should call up Mr. Horny and that's have him you know, represent him. <laughs> 
Mr. Horny should trademark that name. I got to tell you, he could do well with it. Let's go up to Portland, Oregon, Loop. Almost a normal incident. What happened to this lady out in Portland? What'd she do? She did a little doing a little uh, surfing inside of a apartment building. Garbage shoot surfing. Yes, that's that's, that's <laughs> some exciting surfing, Paul. From the 16th floor, I bet it gets real exciting. That's what? Uh, how many? How many? How many? Well, uh, you figure feet is that about 160 about, feet? You figure about 12, 13 feet of floor, right? Yeah. Right. So that's up there. <laughs> do the math. I can't yeah. do the math, but that's it's pretty high. It's pretty man. high. Yeah. Well, let's say ten feet a story, right? It's 106 feet. And these garbage minimal. chutes aren't pretty. Aren't that big, right? Like no, the size the, of a fully loaded uh, garbage, garbage bag. bag right? Yeah, standard size garbage uh-huh. kitchen bag, right? Was she? Was she petite? Was she? I'm sure she wasn't a chubster. She wasn't a chubster because I don't think she could have made it down she 16 fit in there. floors. Well, she couldn't right? fit in there to begin with. But if they she was they a are generally stainless steel. It had to be slick, no jagged edges. I mean, you you could get sliced up if there's like a you know jagged edge or two this, on your way down. This, I mean, are you this, kidding me? This is going to be hurting. I'm thinking, bro. I mean, I'll tell you, she survived it. Then that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she survived it. But you know, they ruined the story. Life-threatening I mean, injuries. Though. They said the woman was having. Mental health issues when she went into the building. And she doesn't live there. It's a sad story. No, it's a sad story to begin with, yeah, but it's, yeah. I mean. I'm going to go into this apartment building and jump down the garbage chute. I, I go up one more floor and you just get on the roof and do the old header, right? You do the old swan dive right off the top. It's all over with. You think she was probably smoking some weed laced with rat poison? <sighs> she was doing something. Boy, I mean, it's, 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 hey, and by the way, this story, courtesy of our friend Brant Miller. There you go. Right, the best weatherman in the United States. Free of charge. That's right, free. He gives us great advice and stories. Yeah. Thank you, Brent. Thank Brent. <laughs> I wonder if he knew her. Oh, Paul, it's time for the happy ending. Ah, uh, we love happy endings, brother. What do we what what's happy? What happy ending are we doing now? This is a fantastic one, Paul. Lady walks into a store. She doesn't have a lot of money. She has about a dollar twenty five in her pocket and she needs to feed her family. And uh, you know, she just walks out with some eggs. And the popo get called, the popo stop her. But they don't take her in. They don't book her. They don't charge her. They they feed her family. Well, it's even sadder because she, she steals the five eggs that go home and feed the kids. And they, they break. break in her pocket. <laughs> yeah. Right? She, she can't even get out of the store. But she's a really bad shoplifter. You know, she'd have took the whole dozen. She had the protective carton. She probably gets out of there and they get to squeeze two or three meals out of that dozen eggs. But th- this is a happy ending story. A dozen eggs go a long way, Paul. You know, put some hot pepper on there, some hot sauce maybe. Yeah. But but we, we're kidding because, listen, when, when I, and I got to tell you something. If people are stealing to feed their kids, I don't have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not stealing filet mignon, lots of tails, right? She's trying to get a meal in their stomachs, man, all right? For yeah. whatever reason, she doesn't have the means or the where to all to do it. But she's supporting and taking care of five kids. Trying to do her best, yeah. Right. And what happens? This is the happy ending. Officer Williams steps in with the help of his fellow police officers, buy her two truckloads of food, uh, set up a a little charity for her, you know, so that uh, her and her kids won't go hungry uh, for a while. Officer Johnson, rock star. Huh? No heavy-handed stuff. No guns pointed inside the car. I'm going to shoot your MF and head off. He goes out and figures out how to feed this woman and her family forever, basically. You're a true hero, and that does it for us this Saturday night, Paul. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business. And watch your six. Have a good night, people. Thank you, everyone. See you next week.